Welcome to Real Estate Business Explained. On this show, we share insights on what it really looks like to run a real estate business from the inside, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Sean, and as a top agent, coach, and trainer, I've seen it all, and I want to share what I've learned with you. So whether you're just getting started or you've already got a lot going on and you're just looking for something new, I'm confident there's going to be something here for you. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Sean Provence, and this week, I've got a really fun one planned. This week, we are going to talk about how to make your first $50,000 in your real estate business. So if you're brand new and you're looking to get started and you're not sure what to do, this podcast is for you, okay? So brand new agents are usually overwhelmed. They get into this business typically with relatively little sales experience. In fact, most of the realtors we coach have zero sales experience. And unfortunately for them, getting into real estate is kind of like jumping off a cliff and then starting to assemble your parachute. So here's the thing. When you first get licensed, there's going to be a ton of administrative work that gets thrown at you. You're going to have to register your license, get a police check, sort out what kind of database system you're going to use, and it feels overwhelming. This whole time that this is happening, you also are behind the gun financially, especially if you jump in full-time, which is actually what I recommend doing. I recommend jumping full-time into real estate and figuring out how to make it work because trust me, pressure makes diamonds. So while you're trying to figure out all this administrative stuff, there are all these important things you should be doing instead, which are the things that are going to create the lifeblood of your business, clients. So what I want to do today is I want to run you through a plan that should become the forefront the forefront of what you put your energy into in the first 90 days, 180 days, the first three to six months with your license. And if you do these things, trust me, the administrative stuff is going to catch up and sort itself along the way. No one ever got kicked out of real estate for not having all their administrative doodads perfect. What happens to about 80% of realtors, though, is they don't go find enough business and they end up just changing jobs. So here's the deal. I've got three simple steps I'm going to take you through. There's going to be a couple little uh, anecdotal bullet points on each of them as to what I actually mean. But there's only really three things that you need to do. First of all, you need to get in touch with your people. Second of all, we're going to get you organized. And the third thing you need to do is feed the monster. you got to generate business, baby. Okay? So here's what it looks like. If you want to go from zero to $50,000 in real estate sales, the first thing you need to do is get in touch with your people. Okay, so what do I mean by this? Well, if you're getting into real estate, chances are you already know 150 to 250 people. Now, a lot of people hear this and they think like, what the hell, Sean? I might be able to put 30 names on a list if you like put a you know, put it to me and said, Sean, you know, you got to come up with everyone you can think of. You'd probably think of your family, your friends, your neighbors, stuff like that. And you'd run out after maybe 30 to 50. What people don't do is think about people who are kind of peripheral. So you've got your dentist, you've got your mechanic, you've got your mailman. All of these people know you enough that they would have a conversation with you. So they're your low hanging fruit. Okay. So the challenge is to first start by getting every single person that you know into your database software, okay? Some people start out with a spreadsheet and if that's all you have, that's fine. But I'm gonna tell you that this will not be a long-term solution and you are going to need some kind of client relationship management software. So start talking to your broker, talk to a leadership person wherever you're at. If you don't have 
if you don't have anyone to help you, reach out to us. We can tell you kind of what the top five picks are, why we like them, how they work, okay? So what you're gonna do is you're gonna get your people in your database. And again, this isn't just your close friends and your family. It's people that you might never have had a personal relationship, but you've got a professional relationship or some kind of passive association with, again, like the mailman or something like that. If you need help with this, we've got a great list that you can use to jog your memory with hundreds and hundreds of examples of places that you would find these people. Or you can play a game I call the telephone phone book, where you just take a minute and for every letter of the alphabet, you write down every profession you can think of and then use that as a memory jogger to think of all the people that you already know, okay? This is no holds barred. There's no person that is outside of what is appropriate to call. So put them in, we'll show you what to do with them next, okay? The second thing that you're gonna do is you're actually going to call these people. Now, a lot of people, this is like the most uncomfortable thing in their entire career. It's like the scariest thing. You're like, oh my God, I have to start by calling my friends. Can I talk to a stranger like at an open house? And here's the thing, um, sure, you could do that, but your friends and family, they already know you, they already like you, they already trust you. So go start with them. They're your low hanging fruit. And people wanna do business with people who they know, they like, and they trust. There's a couple great calls that you could use to make this. Hey mom, do you mind if we have a quick business call? I know, right? Hey, guess what? I just got my real estate license back and I know that you've been following along. And at the same time, I'm just so excited to share this with you. And I, I'm gonna ask you first because <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of scared to do it, but I wanted to ask who can you think of that might need to buy or sell or be interested in investing in real estate in the next year or so? Take a minute and just think of anyone you know. Maybe it's someone from church, from where you used to work. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's someone from one of your hobbies. I'll wait while you think a little bit. I appreciate this so much, okay? You can have that same conversation with anyone you know. And by the way, don't forget before you get off the phone, to ask them if they have any plans. You've gotta be direct with people. If you don't ask them directly about exactly the thing that you need, like a referral and then their plans, they'll just move off the phone and forget about the conversation, feeling like they did everything you asked them to, okay? The other thing that I'm gonna say is, don't feel like there are people who you shouldn't call. That person from your high school who you haven't spoken to in 10 years, they might desperately need your help right now and if you don't have a conversation with them, you're robbing them the opportunity of your service and you're robbing yourself. The worst thing that ha can happen is they say, hey man, I'm not interested and they get off the phone. They're not gonna come punch you in the face, okay? So get your people into your database, give them a call, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna follow, the, follow that up with what I call a value burst campaign. You just told them that you're in real estate. That's a great start, but they have their own lives going on and they are going to forget all about that phone call because as soon as they hang up, something else is going to grab their attention. What you need to do over the course of the next three to eight weeks is deliver value to them consistently so you remind them that you're in real estate. So this is something that I call a, a sequence campaign where whoever you speak to, there's a preset um, follow-up plan for them that basically over you know the next three to eight weeks, they're gonna go through a sequence of events. Some of this you can automate if you get fancy, but I don't recommend it at this point. I would literally just do it all manually because again, you're brand new, okay? So what you're gonna do is you're gonna finish that first phone call and then you're gonna handwrite them a note thanking them for the time they spent with you. I know it seems weird, trust me, it works. You're gonna handwrite them a note, you're gonna send them a little email, you're gonna include your, your new contact info. You're gonna then follow up somewhere between half a week to a week later and make sure they got the card 
and thank them again and say, hey, by the way, usually after that first call, people might think of something, some, someone or something that I might be helpful to. Did you happen to think of anyone else that you might be able to connect me with in regards to their real estate plans? Okay, we're going to continue on and we're gonna make them an offer of something useful to them. It could be some comparable sales for their home. It could be to go on a property tour with you. You know, if it's a friend of yours, you could say, hey, you know, every week I'm going and touring inventory while I learn this area. I was wondering if you ever wanna come, it's really fun. We could just go check out some houses. That, that would be great for a renter who you might then turn into a buyer, right? Or if they're already in a home that they own, offer to go pop by and do a practice home evaluation with them and talk to them about what, about what their home's worth. Maybe they have equity in it that they could use to invest. There's all kinds of ways to spin non-clients into purchasers, okay? So we're gonna go through a sequence like this. Again, it's gonna be an intro call, a handwritten note, an email, another call, something of value, another call to follow up and ask if they had any more questions. And then you'll probably pop by and give them something physical, maybe a card, maybe a poster, maybe a checklist, could be anything so long as it has your name on it and it'll maybe hopefully linger around their home, okay? Once they've gone through this campaign, you're gonna move them into one of two categories. They're either gonna go into an ongoing marketing campaign, which I'm gonna talk about in the get organized section, or if they have plans, you're gonna tag them for a follow-up call, okay? Anyone who has plans or might have a referral for you, you're gonna make an event or a follow-up date inside your contact management system as to when you're gonna follow back up with them. People will tell you longer than you should wait to call them back. Usually what I found is people will tell me to call them back when they want to move, when in reality, we need to start beforehand. So if someone says, call me back in six months, call them back in three. They call, tell you to call in two weeks, call them back next week. Just trust me on this one. It makes a big difference, okay? Your goal in all of these calls is to weed out everyone from that original list that could be a potential client or have a potential referral. We're not gonna throw the rest away. We've got a plan for them. I'm gonna share with you in a minute. But those people, again, need to be put on a follow-up date. Okay, let's talk about getting organized. So the first thing that you need to do is come up with three to five things you're gonna do every month to market yourself to everybody around you, okay? This is what I, like when I teach my marketing classes, I refer to it as a global campaign. And that what that means is that it, it's global to everyone in your database. So everyone in your database is going to get the global campaign. This is like your foundational marketing stuff. And your global cam campaign, when you put it together over the course of a year, should add up to three or five things a month. But over the course of the year, we wanna see one to two of those things every month being an email. We wanna see uh, one, one call to all your top people every quarter. So those 150 are probably gonna whittle down to about 80 to 100. These are your, your people that you believe will either give you referrals or have the potential to in the future. And you're gonna call them once per quarter, okay? Every week, I wanna have a minimum of one business post and for that business post, I want to have at least three plus personal posts, okay? So if you do two business posts on your social media, you could do four or five or six personal posts. You never want to have an equal amount of business and personal. Your personal always needs to be at least double as much, okay? In the course of the year, you also need to plan to have two to four events that you host where you and your clients and your friends and your, your people who are around you, your family, that 150, you invite them to something. Now, this gets stressful because people are like, okay, Sean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting started in real estate. I don't want to plan for events. But here's the thing. An event can be as simple as 
inviting a bunch of people to come join you at a new exhibit at the art gallery. That doesn't cost you anything. It could be, hey, guys, you know what? On Sunday, uh, I'm going to grab my bike. It's supposed to be beautiful. Anyone who wants to come for a bike ride, we're meeting up at Union Square. We're going to go down, down the pier. It can be free. Now, if you want to get fancy, you could plan a client appreciation event. You could put on a seminar. You just need two to four things physically where you can try to get all of your clients and your friends together as a group. This is essential. And the bonus points go to anyone who in this marketing plan include the use of video. It's 2024. Come on, kids. Everything's on video now. We need to get you going on this. Okay. So first thing that we're doing when we're getting organized, new agents going from zero to $50,000 in commissions, they need to get organized by building themselves out some kind of ongoing campaign where every month they're doing three to five things. The second thing that they need to do is they need to set follow-up dates for all the people inside their database that may transact or may refer them. So if someone says, let me talk to my cousin, or I might be looking to move later down the road, what you want to do is consistently communicate with them. And this is really simple. All you do is you create an event inside your, your database. Um, it could be labeled as a follow-up call. It could be a task. There's going to be something in there that you can set a date where that client's going to pop up in your face. And every week, your job at the beginning of the week is to look at all the people in your database who you have to call, make sure your number one priority is you communicate with them when you promised you would. Okay. Now, the last thing that I want to say is we're also going to want to put together a basic toolkit. So new agents getting organized, you're in your first $50,000 of sales. You need a toolkit and it's going to be really basic right now. So when I say toolkit, I'm just talking about like three things. You need a business card. This is either virtual or um, it can be physical. I recommend virtual because I like the excuse that I'm, I'll get their cell phone number and text them my virtual card. So you can just program it into your phone and text it to people. There's a bunch of great software platforms that can actually do barcodes. People can scan, download your thing or things that you can drop, airdrop uh, your, your information into their phone. That's really cool too or get a physical one. Um, the second thing that you're gonna need is some kind of a website. And this sounds overwhelming and kind of crazy, but here's the deal. Websites don't need to be ornate. They just need to be on the web. So until you get to the point that you have more to, more to throw at it, just go get a template website. Your broker probably has something they can connect you with. If you don't connect with us, I've got a bunch of people we can help you out with. And, and just you know five pages, the about you, uh, the search for homes, your homepage and a capture page with like contact info information stuff. It shouldn't cost you more than a thousand dollars. Most of the time you can get these set up for three, 400 bucks. Okay. And then the last thing that you want to do is you need to get your social media pages up. So you're going to need a Facebook business page an Instagram business page and a LinkedIn page. These are basic. It is going to take you an afternoon though. So get all the stuff that you're going to need together and then just batch it. Do all three of them in one batch. So you're going to need a, a, some kind of banner for the top of it. You're going to need your headshot. You're going to need your bio. You're going to need a little bit of your history. You're going to need a, a description of who you are. And you're just going to pop it into all three all at once. The idea is that people just need to be able to find you when they search for you. Okay. So brand new agent getting started in real estate. You're going from 0,000... <laughs> 0,000. Brand new agent getting started in real estate. You're going from $0 to $50,000 in income. We've talked about getting in touch with our people. We've talked about getting organized. And the third thing that you need to do is feed the monster. Trust me, you might say, oh, I don't want to prospect. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I want to work. And I love hearing this. I want to work by referral. 
Well, guess what, Cupcake? We all want to work by referral, but here's the deal. You're going to drive your friends crazy if all you do all week, every week is pester them for deals. So you're going to take great care of your friends and family. And then unless you want to sit on your hands and wait for them to call, you need more to do. And chances are you're not going to survive just off your friends and family because they probably don't have enough business to create a thriving life for you. Okay. So here's the deal. You're going to have to go out and find more people to add to your database. Your goal should be to get your database to two or 300 and then to go from two or 300 up to 500. And then ideally you get up to a thousand people who you're marketing yourself to. Okay. So what does that look like? Well, first of all, I need you to generate leads every week. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to come up with three or four main things that we're going to do to generate leads. And that sounds like a lot, but don't forget that first group that we worked, that's already one of our pillars. That's our friends and family in real estate. We call this your sphere of influence or SOI. Okay. So you've already done one great job. What we need is something that is prospecting based. So it's not a marketing thing that you're sending stuff out or posting and asking people to call you. It needs to be belly to belly activities that you can walk out your door and do five days a week. Okay. So a a prospecting based low cost activity, I'm talking, um, networking events, door knocking, like canvassing, hosting open houses, stuff like that stuff. That's going to put you in front of people and give you a reason to create a conversation with them. Okay. Uh, what we want to do is come up with two, maybe three prospecting things to do. In addition to your sphere, I personally recommend two because the next thing that you should do is you need to market yourself. So when I was talking about all that stuff, the monthly newsletters, the social posts, the events, that's marketing. So we've got marketing to our sphere and our friends. We've got our calls to our sphere and our friends. We need one more, probably something, again, that's low cost that you can do belly to belly five days a week. I highly recommend canvassing your neighborhood. It works amazingly and most realtors are way too lazy to do it. So you're going to stand out in front of everyone. Um, and then what you can do if you want to add a fourth one is you can choose a marketing strategy that enhances whatever your prospecting strategy is. So if I was out door knocking, I'd probably invest a little bit once I had some money coming in and some flyers for that same neighborhood, just because it would help me grow faster and it would help me maintain the momentum I was getting going, even when I wasn't in front of someone at the door. Okay. Your number one priority this whole time is to feed the monster. The reason that we put this at the bottom is because you got to get those first two steps done first. You get in touch with your people. You put an organizational plan in place where you're following up with them. You're calling everyone quarterly. So if they're not moving or, or have a referral, you're still checking in four times a year. You're sending some stuff out. You're posting some stuff on social. Okay. Now it looks like you're alive, right? You've got your website up. You've got your, your Facebook page and all that stuff is done. So all that's left is we got to throw some more people in. Okay. We're going to do our weekly activities and we're constantly going to be searching for two things, potential leads that we can either add to our database to follow up with or add to our pipeline of immediate business and appointments. I want to be finding people I can meet with to talk about them choosing me as the agent that represents them. If you do these first three things and you're consistent about it and you actually put an effort in and and you, you feed the monster enough, like you're out talking to a hundred or 150 people every week about real estate to bring them into your world. You do that. You're going to be at 50,000 bucks before you know it. And in next week's podcast, I'll tell you how to get to a hundred, 150. That's the next step. I'm looking forward to it. I hope this was a fun one. I had a lot of fun doing it. I always love making these podcasts and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.